0: Dave Id. Yeah. What do you say? Um just learning about your recording capabilities. Uh that's awesome. Alright, Friday, Friday, Friday. Good, it's Friday. I don't know what that means. I work Saturdays. And on Sundays, I have Chinese class, so like my weekend isn't until Monday. (laughs) Oh, and it was a bit of a rough day. All thanks to yesterday's exploits. If you haven't had a chance uh, to listen to yesterday's episode, you can head on over to anchor.fm backslash Stephen Sersky or head on over to my website, stephensersky.com, and there's show notes and tracks there for you to listen to. I am Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Uh, It's Friday, January 21st, 2022, and uh, yeah, it is the end of the work week for most people except here in China because uh, good uh, thanks to the upcoming Spring Festival. That's uh, just nine, ten days away. Uh, Begins on February, January 31st, I think. Yes, so that's the last. That's the end of the old year, Uh, what are we in right now, we are in the ox, yes, and we're going into the tiger year, supposed to be good, supposed to be a lot better, a lot of cute little animal uh, products and everything being produced, uh, and now on sale, so since the uh, holiday's coming up you can't just have a free holiday here you have to make up that holiday so the government shifts around the work days so, so they can put everything together all the all the days off are uh, are collected into one string of things a string of all uh, the days off and then they push all the uh, work days to before and after the spring festival so like this next week people will work you know basically they'll start working If they didn't work today, they will work tomorrow, and then they'll work from tomorrow until next Saturday, possibly even Sunday. So it's a win and a lose, if you can uh, sort of say it that way, because you don't really, you you still have to do your work, um, so you lose this Saturday, but uh, you gain a full day later on, of course, and Spring Festival is... uh, right around the corner, but uh, a little bit concerning because uh, there's been chatter about lockdowns and at least one person I know was woken up at three o'clock in the morning to get uh, tested for the virus again. So that is, sorry, not again, but he has to get tested again later on, I think. So it's kind of, um, worrisome to hear these things, uh, the word lockdown is sort of being thrown about these days and people are starting to stock up. Usually they're Americans. I'm not going to lie, The I've only heard this from Americans and I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but I mean, there just seems to be more people in the United States who are willing to voice the end of the world and doomsday <laughs> scenarios. Um, I mean, that might also be because they speak English, and I understand English, so if, like, they're, you know, the Azerbaijanis, or the Georgians, or the Swahili speakers are claiming the end of the world, I wouldn't know, because unless they're Google translating that shit for me, I, I actually, I don't know, I wouldn't be that, right, I mean, that, that sort of makes sense, but, uh, yeah, so, no, as a result, I ordered some steaks, so I can uh, make sure I have some sort of food in the freezer, just in case, and I have cans of tuna and pasta and lots of oatmeal. I was uh, thinking about... the. I mean, I just don't want to be that guy. It's like, oh, you didn't believe it was going to happen. So I have some things, just in case. But I'm optimistic we're not getting locked down. I can't say it's an impossibility because with the Beijing Olympics, Olympics coming up and the the tickets aren't available to the general public, it could very well be that they lock down the city so that the Olympics can go on and only essential personnel are allowed out and about. Or they might start mass testing. Like, they're mass testing Tianjin, which is a city of, like, 10 million people, 15 million people, or something like that. So they're doing it there. Uh, They did it in Xi'an. Xi'an is 16 million people, or thereabouts. So I might be wrong on the give or take a million. Still, you know... Not as big as Beijing. Beijing, 23, 22, officially. Unofficially, probably closer to 30. Just that crazy. Who knows? I mean, maybe the coronavirus has uh, thinned out the streets a little bit. But uh, overall, streets are getting a little bit quieter. Uh, We've had a bit of a change in weather as of late. Uh, Again, snow. uh, Some more dusting. Some more baby snow fell today. And I don't think... I don't think you know. It's not even on the roofs outside. Nothing. So it's it doesn't look like the street is wet either. So I mean, it dropped a little bit. It actually, but this is here in uh, in my district, my my little compound area, which the inside of Beijing, like Jumin, uh and around the uh, Forbidden City, that got a lot more snow. And so people are posting pictures from there. That stuff looks good. But my area looks as, as dry and dead as it usually does uh, in the winter. So, yeah, uh, not too much. Uh, so the kids didn't have anything to play with uh, like No, no snowmen are built just yet. Let's put it that way. And, uh, yeah, well, it was kind of a fun Friday. Uh, recovering from yesterday. Uh, thanks, Dave. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know one drink and then we'll go home. No, but we never actually said that, so I guess it doesn't count, right? So we went out to the uh, theater production, which I recorded uh, yesterday's episode after the production. Cause the production was over 9.45 or so. We got to Ging A at 10 o'clock, and we had a couple of pints there. And that sort of um, di- disabled me from getting up to do my morning workout this morning, <laughs> despite me going on about it. I did get it done later on in the day, so I got my workout in Uh, anyway. It does a um, full-on same sort of workout, just did it later in the day. I could have done it tomorrow, but I figured I wanted to get it done now, and that way tomorrow morning I can do my mobility recovery and then uh, get to work on time for the first time in a while, I guess, uh, something like that. So, yeah, but uh, sort of change of plans. It's okay. I mean... um, it was good to hang out and talk to people a little bit see what other people are doing uh, how other because we have the time now it's a low season uh and so taking this time where you know some days we don't work you know you can go out in the evening and actually meet people have conversations with them and given that these word lockdown uh, the, this word lockdown is being thrown about it would be a good time you know this might not be happening uh, very soon. This, this might be a rare event for the next, oh, who knows, until the Olympics are over. Didn't realize it's not just the Olympics this year. So Beijing has the Olympics, right? Uh, and the Paralympics for February and March. And then Hangzhou, Hangzhou, Hangzhou has the Asian Games, the 2022 Asian Games. And I don't know when that is, but I'm guessing it's after the Olympics. Uh, and those, the Asian Games are pretty big as well. Thankfully, it's not in Beijing because if it was in Beijing, like it would just extend any sort of lockdown measures that are going to go uh, that could happen. Uh, but uh, Hangzhou, so it's Hangzhou is closer to Shanghai, it's it's not parallel, horizontal, perpendicular, it's, it's across from Shanghai, not not across, across not like a stone's throw away, it's it's on the same parallel or whatever it is, so. Uh Yeah, it's it's closer down that way. It's about five hours by high-speed train from Beijing. Not too much of a concern. Uh, But uh, I say that only because it's like... If Beijing is going to deal with Omicron, Hang Hangzhou will have to take some sort of uh, precautions as well to make sure that the Asian games go on. Although, if those got postpone, postpone, postponed, do you think people would care as much? I mean, right? Uh, does... How many people? The Asian Games are sort of like a a stepping stone, uh, in in some ways. They're a culmination. Like they are uh, very well respected here, so I mean, they are a major competition. Uh, So I don't think they're going to take them lightly. But at the same time, as like if they got pushed back or postponed, I don't know if uh, you know the global sports federations would be uh, all too fussed about it, right? Uh, Bought some books today. Real physical ones, haven't been delivered yet, but uh, I see that Michio Kaku has a a new book out. Uh, Maybe it it released last year, but uh, what was it called? Oh, goodness, it was the... i got to look this up. I've forgotten what this book... I bought a few. Uh, One of them was Bill Bryson's uh, The Body. I like the way that Bill Bryson writes. He was one of the first travel writers I ever read, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, that that was the first one I remember. It's hilarious, and I've read his uh, his history of the world as well, uh, short history of nearly everything, something like that. So I bought his his uh, take on the body. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. Michio Kaku, God, the God Equation. That's what it is. And yeah, I bought the new hardcover because I like having the hardcover versions of uh, some of these books. Um, yeah, it was 128 quid for the the God Equation, thirty bucks. Canadian, uh, you know, the debate of, like, well, you could get it cheaper here, there, anywhere, and I go, yeah, but I, I just want to buy one book, (laughs) right, like, I'm not buying bulk, buying one book, and I know it took me a very long time to get away from it, you can buy it cheaper online, and I, (laughs) I did buy this online through Jingdong, uh, but, uh, even with the price being 128. Now, if it was 400 RMB, like an imported book price, I would probably just not buy it. <laughs> uh, uh, you could probably get them at some of the bookstores here. I'm not sure. The big bookstore uh, in San of Tune, Bookworm, closed a few years ago, so I actually have no idea where else to order books from, like English English books at all uh but so i got that one coming in and i also got uh, Michio Kaku's Hyperspace and this one was published way back in 96 97 and i was reading some reviews about it prior to purchasing it because it's such an old book third, third 20 years now um yeah 20 years uh, just about and uh 15 it's. It sounds like people are still reading it and they're enjoying it. Like they're able to learn something. So the science hasn't changed that much behind it. So it, you can read it. You can get something from it. But it's not going to be dated information the way that you know a uh, how to use your computer book would be dated by this time, right? Those things don't age very well. Uh, they might people might call them vintage, but they're not going to give you very much money for them. How's that? Uh, so those uh, should show up sometime next week or so. And uh, then they'll sit on my shelf and we'll see when they uh, get read. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, why? I asked this question earlier this week about like, what people do with their time. And I understand like this is very much a, uh, you know, different people have different experiences, different people have different hobbies and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like i haven't been i don't sit down to read books very much because i don't have the time when i have these days off more often than not i'm sitting down to read chinese like the morning is spent on chinese vocabulary grammar and practice tests and if i want to get this test done I gotta up my game a whole lot more. Like I haven't even started the big practice tests. I'm still like on the little baby workbook practice tests. So getting into February, I want to start writing some of these actual former HSK test booklets. So that, that's what I'm looking to get done uh, in preparation to to complete this uh, this test already. And uh, yeah, I know progress is slow and I was even looking at the book the other day, like the HSK book when I basically bombed that test that I did. I'm looking at it going like, the reason I'm not focusing is because I'm not really interested. Like it's, I'm not, it's not that I'm not learning anything because I do pick up pieces of like, you know, Chinese culture from uh, you know, Dao Tsun, this uh, bakery, this pastry shop. I mean, I got that from uh, this this chapter. The same chapter, and actually I want to go to this, I mentioned this restaurant, Guangheji. Uh it's a famous restaurant here in Beijing, long-standing. same chapter as Dao Xiangzun, so I mean, that's why I want to go there. Um, check it out, see what it's like, and it's neat to be in a place where it's something that's talked about like that, and you can go see what they mean. Uh, but, you know, some of them are, the chapters aren't, I mean, they're they're kind of relevant to life in general but like i wouldn't read about the stuff in chinese right like i don't actually i'm not even sure if i'd read about it in english i think you'd speak about it in passing um you know a very basic example you know your body parts or the names of uh certain things like uh, your fingernails or hair like what eyebrow what's the difference between eyebrow eyebrows nose hair ear hair and the hair on your head Right? Or your beard. Why is a beard a beard? Eyebrows are eyebrows, and hair is hair. I mean, they're all the same thing. They all have different words, but they're all a type of hair, right? And, and so as silly as this stuff is, you multiply the difficulty when <laughs> there's are th- three different words, three different characters, and with three different pronunciations. I mean, so that's how Chinese just makes it. Three times harder to learn something. Uh, and I still don't know what the word for eyebrows is. I shouldn't. Yan tofa. Yan <laughs> tofa. Tofa. Oh, that's terrible. I hope my teacher doesn't listen to it. She'll be like, I told you what it was. Uh, yep. Hair on your head is tofa. Most hair is called tofa. Um nose hair, beard. Hudza. Hodza? Hudza. Yeah, yeah. Have a have a beard. So Hudza is very close to hodza, which is monkey. So that that's why they often say, like, "Oh, you look like a monkey." I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm not sure we're allowed to say that, but uh, we'll go with it. Why not hodza, tofa and yan 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 Who knows? Yeah. So we'll see. That's what I spend my time with, right? Learning about the different forms of hair in, in Chinese and all the oh, goodness, instead of reading books about science, but equally, I mean, I can use the words in Chinese, what am I going to do with the knowledge about hyperspace? (laughs) In my lifetime, if anything, it would just breed depression because it's like we're talking about developments that, first of all, I'm not going to be part of. Second of all, I'm not going to be able to rip around the stars like a young man. By the time these kids, I say kids, by the by the time that tesla or whoever is making the uh, you know the uh the devices and the smart cars and the phones that fly and zip through stars and stuff like that i'm i'm not I, the best i can hope for is an aged wise old man who isn't so decrepit that he can't move or that he can't get his flying wheelchair to move around right like that that's the best i could hope for in terms of my space ventures or move to a country where, you know, you're allowed to take mushrooms or something like that. I don't know. Some sort of, maybe not mushrooms, mind-altering medications wherein you can experience the similarity of space but not actually be there physically. Kind of like the metaverse. <laughs> oh, snap. All right, folks, I will leave it there. I am working on uh, the, today's January track as it is. I don't know if I want to keep this one. I'm kind of like wondering if I've actually played it before. Uh, So (laughs) I might change it if I feel so inspired. Other than that, show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterski.com. Thanks for listening, folks. I appreciate it. Uh, I know we have a few new listeners to it, so welcome aboard. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.